were you guys the, the, the family in church that was happy, smiling, and then at home not happy, smiling? Somehow I knew God was real. Yes. And, but I didn't see how it affected anybody. You've been, you were involved in hypocrisy. Absolutely. It's the word you received that's being tested and challenged by the enemy. How's the devil talk? Well, I'll tell you exactly how he talked. He says, well, did God say that? Welcome to Miracles Today, where all you need is faith in God. And I've got with me, as my special guest, Danielle. Welcome to Miracles Today. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. I want to I know Danielle, okay? <laughs> I, I read uh, your, your story is absolutely terrific, and I want to get, you know, as much as your story as I can. But tell me about Danielle, and tell me about... Um, you mentioned in your in, in your story about some religious things you dealt with, some religious um, bondages and things like that you had in your past. Can we talk about that? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I came out of a religious background, um, which when you're of age and you can do whatever you want, you pretty much go totally opposite and you you know run away from God, and that's exactly what I did. So, in other words, you're. I know, I know this word religious, it's like so, you know, it can be good or it can be bad. I mean, people yes. think religious is anybody who loves God, yes. right? Yes, but, but, but what we're talking about is the, is the people in the Bible that hated Jesus, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. That's what we're talking about when we say not a good religious background, right? Right, right. not a good religious So were you in church every single week or? Growing up, yes. And I had exposure to all different types of backgrounds. So, um, so did you guys change churches a lot? Or? We did. We did. We moved a lot, so we changed churches a lot. And so, I I was able to uh, experience a lot of different religious backgrounds. So, well, what did you decide? I mean, when you were a teenager about God? When I when I was a teenager, I wanted nothing to do with anything that I saw in church. Um, well, why? It, because it didn't have an effect on the people that um, I knew. It didn't have an effect. Um, I saw a lot of sickness. My family was um, in, in a lot of strife and just a lot of problems at home. And even though we went to church every Sunday, it just didn't help. Now, did you, did you see a difference what, were you guys the, the, the family in church that was happy, smiling, and then at home not happy, smiling? You got it. That's exactly what it was. Can you tell me more about that? Because I think that's like a huge problem, right? Yes. Okay. Um, my family, it, it was a broken family, so um, I, was, I grew up with a step-parent, and um, my stepfather, uh, he, was a, he was an alcoholic, and he, we went to church every, every Sunday, now, did he go with you? He went with us. 
And, and, and your stepdad was not only an alcoholic, but he was also very controlling? Very controlling. And, uh, and was he abusive? Very verbally abusive. Verbally abusive? Yes. Okay, was that to you and the rest of the family, or to you and your mom, or what? Everybody. 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 But you still went to church? We still went to church. Now, did anybody at church know that, that dad's an alcoholic? I don't think so. I don't think so. It was something that was able to remain hidden. So you could you could legitimately say that you've been you were involved in hypocrisy. Absolutely. And you hated it. I hated it. Now tell me tell me what that did to you as a, as a young woman on the inside. I mean because I believe everybody's looking for the truth. What it did to me it somehow I knew God was real. Yes. And but I didn't see how it affected anybody. I didn't see any change in, in my family, in my church. There are so many sick people and so many problems just in the churches all across the board. Um, so there was a huge dichotomy on the inside of me. Um, I knew that God was real, that I hung on to. Right. I didn't want to let go of that. Right. But it seemed so far out of reach and so I just felt that if you, you died and hopefully you went to heaven. You right. Know, I, and you had no guarantee whether you were going or not. No, no, no and peace. Now, did that. you experience guilt because you knew God? Of course. <laughs> of. I mean, that's because, you know, because like when you don't know God, you don't experience guilt. I, I you did. knew God. I, I knew, yes, that was you know? the funny thing. It was yeah. Very confusing, very confusing. And so then all of a sudden, International Miracle Institute. Tell me about that. Oh, wow. Um, my first year of IMI, I had a complete spirit, soul, and body overhaul. You know what? Let's, we're going we're gonna to take, take a moment right now. Is that okay? Yes. We're going to take a moment right now and go, go to a break and come right back. So stay with us. Welcome back to Miracles Today, and we're with Danielle, and when we left, we just got to International Miracle Institute. Now, I, when I read in your story, your story reads like, first year of International Miracle Institute, this happened. Second year of International Miracle Institute, this happened, because you're in residence. Third year of International Miracle Institute, this happened. And fourth year of Inter International Miracle Institute, this happened. Now, can you tell me all those? First year, what happened? First year, um, I accidentally came across your ministry. Yeah. It was a total misunderstanding. I, I heard nothing about you. I just ended up in one of the meetings one night. <laughs> <laughs> and one night changed my life forever. Aww. One night I was so touched by the power of God, never experienced the power of God like that ever before in my life. And I, I had to come back the second night. Now, you, now is that what you were looking for? You wanted God. I wanted God. Now tell, tell me about that experience because that, that has got to be a very profound experience for you to change your life like that. Yes. What happened when the power of God touched you? I mean, what was that like? Oh, um, just the peace of God just washed over me and I knew that something was radically about to change in my life. I could just feel that God was... It was a huge turning point in my life. 
when the power of God came on me, I, I began to, I was shaking inside and out. Yes. And my mind became instantly just free and clear. Mm. And all the desires in my heart just became so clear. Yeah. And all the confusion just left. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's how God is, right? Yes. And, and now can you share with the, my, uh, uh, well, my hour, because we're together here in Unity, our friends and partners uh, worldwide, what International Medical Institute has done for you. Because, I mean, it re reads like a, a fairy story, year one, year two, year three, year four, but... Can you speak to them and tell them? Yes. Okay. Um, IMI will change your life from the minute you encounter one meeting. Um, clarity will come to your call. Clarity will come to everything you're called to do in life. And you will receive the impartation and how to, to that, that call will unfold right before your eyes. And as you learn the truth, as you learn who you are in Christ, and what was provided for you on Calvary, you will begin to walk in, in your authority, you will begin to walk by faith, and you will begin to step into everything that God has for you. And it's, it will take years off of your life. It will take pounds off of your body. It, your family will be restored. Yes, and you're married. You have a great husband. Yes, wonderful husband. And and wonderful business. And yes, and a great bright future. Yes. But you you've done four years of IMI. So do you have a bachelor's degree? I do. You do. You bachelor's degree from International Miracle yes. Institute. Well, listen. Thank you, sweetheart, so much for joining us on Miracles today. And listen, stay tuned because a little bit later in the program. I'm going to tell you how you can become an International Miracle Institute student. But right now we're going to go to Dr. Christian Arfouche, God's prophet of performance. Um, we're going to join him in a meeting that's already going on in teaching and preaching. It's the word you received that's being tested and challenged by the enemy. How's the devil talk? Well, I'll tell you exactly how he talks. He says, well, did God say that? That's how he started. Has God said? That's how he started. The devil has nothing to say except, hath God said? Huh? Before, say, take Anybody here? Got, he's got nothing to say. Until you hear a prophetic word, you won't hear it ain't for you. Until you hear about healing and health, you won't hear it's not for you. Until you hear about salvation, the devil won't tell you it's not for you. He's got nothing to say except when you get a word. And see, and see what he's trying to do is trying to get you to deny the word. Now let me stop here. Can I throw something else out? Most people know this. If you deny me before, he that denies me before men, I will. He that confesses me before, I will confess him before my Father which is in heaven. We all can quote it. And then, he ever liveth to make intercession for us. So here's Christ in heaven making intercession for us. Is he not? 
Huh? But how many of you have been taught, well, you confess Jesus as your Savior, and of course, then He confesses you before your Heavenly Father. And it includes that, but it's not just that. It includes that, but it's not just that. Of course, you have to confess Him as your Savior. But what is Savior? Savior is also deliverer. Savior is also trustworthy friend that will be there to back you up. That will be there to supply for you. He that confesses me before men. He that confesses me before men. I will confess him before my Father which is in heaven. And he ever liveth to what? Make intercession for us. So now when I stand under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And I say Jesus is my protector. Then I am confessing him before men as my protector. Somebody said, what if you die in a plane crash or die in a car wreck or die? Nobody knows. And and somebody said, well, God hasn't promised us tomorrow. Now, wait a minute. Jesus is my protector and with long life, with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Come on now. Jesus is my provider. If I ask anything in his name, he will give it. You know what's happening right now while I'm telling you this and you're in agreement with this? He ever liveth to make intercession for us. He's also confessing you before the Father which is in heaven. You're confessing him as your provider. He's telling the heavenly Father, I got to provide for him. My God, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Did you get that? See how small or how big Christ is. How big is Jesus? And of course, it includes Jesus is my Savior. And thank God for last minute conversions. I mean, you think about it. How fortunate is that thief? Think about it. That thief crucified next to Jesus lives a whole life of debauchery. He's a wreck. He's a mess. He's, He's done zilch. Zero. Nada. Nyech. Nothing. For God. He's done nothing for God. And even on the cross, the Bible said both thieves were mocking him. But while he's on the cross, out of all the thieves, out of everyone that should have been and was to be sentenced for execution, one was fortunate enough to be on either side of Jesus and listen to him long enough to say, wait a minute. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus immediately says, This day you will be with me in paradise. And guess what? That day he was. Because the Bible tells us when, the, when Lazarus died, he was immediately in Abraham's bosom. When Jesus died being put to death by the flesh, he was quickened by the Spirit. 
He went down to the lower parts and preached the gospel. And after three days and three nights, he opened the prison doors or the place of comfort that was called paradise that, se that was separated from Shoal or hell by a gulf. He took everyone that had been in Abraham's bosom and he led them captive up to the heavenlies and he rescued and emptied the heart of the planet from the righteous souls that were waiting for the day of redemption. Performance came in Jesus and it never left the planet. Regardless of what doubtful theologians and dead cemeteries will tell you, we don't serve a passive retired Christ. We serve an active, aggressive... Hey! I feel the anointing. Glory to God. And verse 15 there in Philippians. Let us therefore as many... As be perfect or mature, be what? Thus minded. And if anything, you be otherwise minded. What? He said, listen, it, it, as many of us as want to be mature, let's have this kind of mindset. Forgetting the things which are behind and Reaching forth to the things which are before, press towards the mark for the prize of the high call in Christ Jesus. Where's the high call? How many of you have the high call? Shout hallelujah. Well, where's the high call? Well, where's Christ Jesus? So where's the high call? So you, you're pressing into what was pressed into you. See, 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 the enemy is not trying to, the enemy is not trying to talk you out of what God is going to do. He's trying to talk you out of what God has already done. today uh, have an understanding of religion and they say, well, I don't want anything to do with religion. But what they're really talking about is called religious traditions of men. And even Jesus was against that. I mean, remember in, in, the, in the temple when Jesus made a, a, a whip out of rope and he, he broke down the, the tables of the, the money changers. Yeah. Jesus was against religious traditions yeah. because they're set by men. They're not set by God. And our, our sweet guest uh, today on the show was, was so stopped from wanting to know God because of religious traditions. But Heavenly Identity has really set her free. International Miracle Institute really set her free. You know, it is amazing uh, the multitude of people around the world that grew up in a religious upbringing 
or in a church environment and uh, were discontented and were uh, just uh, distorted in their thought life uh, because the upbringing that they had was not a word-based upbringing. And uh, I believe that one of the most uh, powerful strongholds that captivate people's minds and lives come from a misunderstanding or a lack of understanding, a lack of knowledge of the Word of God. And in Danielle's case, to have a, a religious mindset and then to be exposed to God's Word and discover that uh, the God kind of man, according to the International <laughs> Miracle Institute um, and uh, our training, is a positive life. Uh, that uh, Paul said that I, I pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless to the coming of the Lord. That uh, we are not worms, we're not sinners, that uh, God is a positive God, that He wants to bless you in your spirit with eternal life, but He wants to bless you in your life with abundant life. He wants you healthy, according to the Apostle John. He was, wants you prosperous, according to the writings of the New Testament. And when we begin to discover that we are this triune being, spirit, soul, and body, and that within uh, that aspect of us, God has supplied His Word to feed our spirit, to refresh our body, to renew our mind, and to prosper our life. And that uh, serving God is not this treacherous uh, journey of rules and regulations, but it's actually freedom, not bondage. And that freedom is not to go amok or run astray, but it's the freedom to allow the Holy Spirit and the Word of God to lead your life in creativity, in spontaneity, in uh, uh, great planning, in good expectations, so that God can fill your life with goodness. And I believe that so many people are still discovering that not only is God as a good God all the time, but He's a reliable, faithful God who will always fulfill His promises. And so if you are listening uh, to us today and maybe uh, you're like uh, Danielle, you grew up in, uh, in a setting where there was so much put on you through traditions of men that you feel like maybe serving God or, or maybe being a child of God uh, is, a, is a too tough of a thing. The International Miracle Institute will transform your life permanently and you will never be the same. <laughs> Christian, I mean, miracles today, this program with all these amazing testimonies, I mean, I think if you're religious out there and you've been brought up in, in religious tradition, you need to get International Miracle Institute. There's a teaching in there on demons and doctrines of devils, and it's, it's 101 lies that are preached from Christian pulpits. I mean, there are things that you can learn in the International Miracle Institute that you can't learn anywhere else. Your life will never be the same. And then join us again next time for more happy endings and new beginnings.